Today's Mesilah Isharim is dedicated to Louis Nishmat, Avram Meir Ben Svi, the Neshama Shehav and Aliyah, and the Zechut of the Limur Torah and the Zechut of the Tzedakah. <coughs> Yesterday we learned in the Mesilah Sisharim that the Geder of Dveikis is the attachment that a person has to have to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, has to be such a deep attachment that he doesn't even realize his surroundings. For example, the Ramchal gave us two situations where great tzaddikim, who at the time of their avoidah were so attached to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that they didn't realize what was going on. Right? One of them was Rabbi Lezer ben Pdas. So he was in the Shuk Atachton, in the lower Shuk, and he was so Arangiton, it's called in Yiddish. You know what Arangiton is, Josh? He's so submerged, involved, intensely involved in his learning, that he didn't realize that his Sadin that was one example. The other example he gave us from the Yushalmi regarding Rab Hanina ben Doisa. That he was Umiru Maspalel. He was davening to Hashem. And then this Arud came, this snake, scorpion, whatever it is, and bit him. And he didn't even know about it. Why? Because he was so Okay, that's what we learned so far yesterday. Now, we also learned yesterday, B'Shem the Maral, we quoted a bunch of Marals, we quoted Ramchal, that the biggest and the strongest and the most intense devakas takes place through Limar Torah. Now, we have to understand this. Okay? So Davening, you're thinking about the Rabbi Shalom. You're standing before Hashem. The whole Asik that you're having is a conversation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu is very much on your mind. Even when you do mitzvahs, you're doing them l'shem po'alan. So, mitzvahs is also, we understand, is dveikis. That's how the Ramchal was magdeh, all the mitzvahs. But l'choyra, a very basic ingredient in dveikis, is that you have to be thinking about Hashem. Which l'choyra by Torah is not that way. That's Shab Chaim Veloshinu, Nefesh HaChaim, Shadalid, and Ruach Chaim, we learned. That when it comes to L'shemah of Torah, it's not dveikus. You're not thinking about Hashem. You're thinking about the Torah. You're thinking about Pshat and Sugir. You're developing the halacha and bringing out new dinim and halachas that are negeah b'zman hazeh. Or negeah to your life. Linhoig atzmel pia emes. In order to live a certain way. But you're, you're, you're being oisik in the Dvar Halacha. You're being oisik in the Maschonas Hasugya. 
You're being oisik in the gidre hasugya. You're trying to pull out the fundamentals. Right? So you're very, very thinking about the Torah itself. L'shem ha-Torah. The Torah was given to us to be developed into something. Not to be theoretical knowledge. Torah has to be practical knowledge. Practical knowledge, who takes the Torah, makes it from theoretical knowledge into practical knowledge. That's the work of the human being. We have to develop it. And Hashem wants us to be so focused on the development of the Torah that it requires full-fledged focus on the actual sugya. But if you want to be Dovak and Hashem, then he says you should be learning Tehillim. That would be Dveikas Ba'ashem. A type of limud that would be Dveikas Ba'ashem. But the limud of Torah L'Shema, we don't learn Tehillim. We're learning the Isaac and the Dinam and the Allahs of the Torah. Right? So how is that the biggest vehicle to Dveikas Ba'ashem if it doesn't seem to have any shaykhs to dvekas. You hear the kasha, Rabbi Isai? Josh, you hear the kasha? Should I say it again? Mm-hmm. We have to try to chop it. Again, dvekas means you're attached to Hashem. We're going to see in the next paragraph that we learn the level of dvekas from the way Shechem ben Hamor had a cheshek vadina. And it's comparable to an obsession of a man over a woman. The Rambam makes that analogy as well. We have to learn more about that. That's in the next paragraph. But it's such a deep thinking about the other one. Right? So, to the point that Rabchanina ben Doisa, when he's praying, he doesn't even realize that he got a bite from a snake. Right? So intensely uh, involved in the Dveikas Basha. Right? So simply, posh it. Dveikas requires that you're thinking about Hashem. That's simple. Okay? That's why Rabbi Chaim Velozhin says, in the learning, the only way you makayim Dveikas in learning, meaning that the hefts of your learning is a Pu'ula from Dveikas, is if you're learning Tehillim, because that talks about Hashem. But when you're learning Moide Beknas Potter, so now you're learning the Din. You're not thinking about Hashem, you're thinking about the Din. Correct? Hashem is not on your mind at the moment, the Dinamar. The Din, the, the law of Torah L'Shema is that you have to develop Torah, L'Shem HaTorah. The Shema Torah means you have to develop the Torah. Not just understand the Torah. You have to develop the Torah. Because the Torah is written in a way that's very general. Right? But when I expound on the Torah and I understand the Gedorah mamish to the bottom, and I can apply it to a new scenario in 2023, that means I developed the Chazal into a practical application that's the game 2023. That's the development of Torah. The Torah has to be expounded on. That's the Chiv. But in order to expound on the Torah, you have to be super focused in the Sugya. You're not thinking about the Rabbani That's why the Rabbani Shalom says that the Lashma of Mitzvot and the Lashma of Torah are different. 
L'shmol mitzvah is l'shem po'alan. That's dveikus. When you learn l'shmol Torah, you're not thinking about Hashem, you're thinking about the Torah. You're thinking about the dinim, right? But yet, we see clearly from the Ramchal that his example of dveikus b'ashem, be'esav ho'ido, one of them was learning Torah. That the rabbi was in shukah tachtam shel tzipayri, and his sadin was in shukah elgin of tzipayri. We also learned yesterday from the Maral and from the Ramchal that the Iker Dvekas is in learning. You got it? The way to reach Dvekas is in learning. So how does that work out? You understand, Mr. Sutton, Rabbi Sutton? Huh? It's a good takasha. How do you have Dvekas Bashem in the highest way when you're studying uh, Makis, we're learning Makis, Moidi Beknas Poto, not thinking about the Ebishti, you think about Moedi Beknas and the Gedorim and the Dinim. Right? Learning the Ktsois, the Nasivis, trying to figure it out. Okay, that's the question. Did you ask him to the question, Josh? What about you? Now I'm asking to the question or you don't understand the question? How about you? You understand? Okay, I'm going to say it clear. Okay, you listen to me? Look at me. Shema Tov Tov. When you love somebody, yes, and you're mesmerized by that person, and that, and you idolize that person, right? So the only thing you can do is think about that person, and how much you want to be together with that person, <clears throat> and how much you want to, oh, shook is there, how much you want to, uh, uh, be the same as that person, and va'alicho bedrochov, Right? Right? So all you can do is think about that person. And when your mind is full and complete with cheshek and ava and gaguim and feelings towards that individual, right? That's called you're attached. Correct? According to the Agdor of the Ramchal, that Vekas is b'machshavo. Right? So obviously there's different levels of dveikas. It's different dveikas when it's dveikas with human beings, dveikas with Hashem. But the, but the very basic premise of dveikas even with human beings is b'machshava b'dibu b'maisa. But it has to be b'machshava. It has to begin with the machshava. Maybe when it comes to dveikas with people, you have to also be oisik in, since we, uh, balguf like that. But be'etzim, dveikas is b'machshava. Right? That's what the Rambam says. Ka'avo isa isho. When he's comparing Dveikas Bashem and Avas Hashem, comparing to a person who just can't stop thinking about the one he loves. Right? You got that, son? You ask him? Okay. So now, if you're distracted, let's say now you're married, and you go to work, and when you're working, you're thinking about the sale. You are not thinking about your wife. Because if you're thinking about your wife, then you're going to mess up on the sale. Okay? You have to now be focused on the work at hand. Especially if you're a surgeon and you're in someone's heart. And you're making cutting wires. You know? If you are not going to be one billion percent focused on what you're doing, it could cost someone's life. Correct? And you have a brain. And your brain can focus on one thing at a time. Right? 
So at that moment that you're doing the surgery as a surgeon, are you being dovak be'ishtoy at that moment? No, you're not being dovak be'ishtoy. You have a isha. Definitely in the back of your mind you for sure have an ava to the isha, but that's not your conscious thinking right now, correct? Correct? Now, in the moments that the person is thinking about ishtoy, and now that he's focused on those machshavas, then the emotions begin to build, yes? So if you want to like go into the Dvekas world, you begin in the machshava and it builds and it builds to the emotions, to the maizim, right? That's how it does. When you put that on hold, you put that on the side because now you have to make surgery and you're not doing Dvekas, correct? Clear? Simple analogy? Yes? Okay. So, in Avodah Hashem, we have that same thing. There are times that we are thinking about Hashem. Like in davening, for, for, for example. In davening, I'm thinking about Hashem. Grazi, I'm proud of you, you're being mechazik zayn. Right? While we're davening, we're thinking about Hashem. And we're developing the feelings and the emotions towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Correct? And we start to be filled with Avas Hashem. And with the machshavas full with thoughts of Hashem. When you read Tehillim, that's a type of learning that, that's Dveikis. Okay? So there's a Dveikis process in life. Like doing mitzvahs. You think about Hashem. So the basic premise of Dveikis requires thinking about Hashem. That's a basic thing. Now, to what degree? You have to think about Hashem and be so intensely involved in that thought process and connection that even if a snake would bite you, you wouldn't know. That's the Yerushalmi. Rabbi Hanina ben Dois is davening, snake bites him, hulo margish bazeh. You got it? Got it clear? There were great tzaddikim that when they were being moisadefesh to Hashem, when they were being burnt alive or or, or uh, uh, you know, other suffering, being de- killed in the most gruesome way. It's brought down from the Maharami Rottenberg that the Dveikas Ba'ashem at that moment was so intense that they didn't even feel the pain. Neshkazem Musag. That you can be so intensely involved in such a trance that you're not even Magish to Yisra. Okay, whatever that. We can't even imagine such things. But, the point being is, L'choyra, the Poshit, all of Bezit requires focusing on Hashem. And for this reason, Reb Chaim says in Nefesh HaChaim that Torah L'shmo is not Dveikis. Since when you learn Torah, it's like making your heart surgery, like we said before. Right, son? When you make heart surgery, you're not thinking about the wife. You're thinking about the heart. When you're learning Moide Beknas Potter, you're thinking about Moide Beknas Potter. You're not thinking about Hashem. Correct? You follow? So now, it would seem that the, the, the mitzvah of Torah is different. It's not Dveikus. Okay? Yet, it says here in Ramchal, as one of the examples of Dveikus, was the story of Rabbi Lezer ben Pedas, So his Dveikus 
was so intense that he didn't even know his whereabouts. Right? So that's an example of Dveikas Bashan. It's talking about Torah. Even more so. Yesterday I read you the Ramchal. And the Ramchal says that the biggest Dveikas is learning. Bigger than all the mitzvahs. And I read you about five maras yesterday. That each and every one said this point. That the ikadvekas is with learning. So now we're perplexed. Because on one hand, learning doesn't think about Hashem. It thinks about the teireh. You follow? And you're calling it, not only you're calling it dvekas, not only you're calling it dvekas, you're calling it the biggest dvekas. Does the Elam understand the oimic of this question? Now you get it? Baruch Hashem. Basically, how to focus on one thing and not the other thing. That's right, we're focusing on a different thing. We're not focusing on Hashem. So how do you call it Dvekas? And how do you call it the biggest Dvekas? Right? Okay. Kan matchil sugya amuka. You understand? There's many different layers here. But we're going to start with a basic layer. When a person studies Torah properly, he will see things that nobody in the world could see. He will see things that not even the greatest scientists with the biggest microscopes and who knows what cannot see. Okay? The Torah is very revealing something very deep. We know about the Torah, it says in the Zohar, that Hashem looked in the Torah and He created the world. You follow? That means when you study Torah, you know more about the world than even a scientist knows. You know more about the creator of the world than anybody can know. You understand? What do we say? Torah Hashem to me machimas pesi. It makes you smart. Smarter than anything. Right? All big things you can learn from the world. But you cannot begin to understand the oimik that comes to a person about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his kindness, his yecholis, the way he runs the world, psychology, Science, it's coiled in it all branches of Chok. It's the deepest thing you could ever see in your life. And it's the truest, um, Chokhmah in nature because it reveals you the real reality. The reality of people, the reality of, of that you have at Salam Alekim. This only you could see in the Torah. It's not Shaykh. That means that, in other words, through the Torah, you get to know truly to the uh, uh, level that a human being can the noisein hatayra, and knowing the noisein hatayra is the, brings you to the biggest devekas in the noisein hatayra. You follow? This is the biggest. The Nitziv says even what the Rambam says that if you study the Bria, you will become. Full Yerushalayim and Avas Hashem. Then the Tziv says that's only after the Torah. It means the Torah already opened up your eyes to see things. So now when you look in the breeze, you'll see what the Torah was talking about. You'll have a visual. On many things that the Torah says. 
So it's only after the fact. It's not pre-the-fact. The raya is that the scientists look at the world, they don't see no Hashem. You have to first see the Torah, then you see Hashem. You follow? So there's no bigger, clearer revelation about the Noisanat Torah than the Torah itself and understanding human beings. Take very, I'll just take like a, a very small things. I mean, this, you could talk about this for hours, but just a small thing, you know. It says in the Torah, Hashoichad Ya'ave Ene Chachom. Right? That means if a Chachom, even Moshe Rabbeinu, even a Navi, you know what a Navi is? Atam Evin Maze Navi. Look in the Rambam and Elchas Yisoyi you will see the level of Hasidus that this guy is on. It's not normal. He's basically a Malach. That's what a Navi is. He's basically a Malach. Everything he does, L'shem Shemaim, he doesn't nana from this world, one dot, the guy's perfect midas. He guy's a tzaddik beyond, right? And even that guy, if you do him a small, minute favor, he already, all his nivua, all his chachma, all his tzitkes, all his chasidis, out the window. Wow. That's a revelation in the Kachas HaLefesh HaOdom, which is Pachad Mavit. No psychologist could ever come up with that one. Impossible. Now, obviously, the more you learn it and understand it, you'll see deeper and deeper things. I'm just giving like a rush, a klal, you know, Rosh Prokim. Right? You know, the Gemara, the Mishnah says, Kol Amar Maisha Yeah? Now, first of all, what's called Mar Again, not on our level. But what is the Spitz Madrega that Chazal is talking about? So the Gemara Nerevin says that Rabbi Yossi Aglili, he needed directions. Okay? So he asked the wife of Rameya to give him directions to Lod. So that's 100% Mutra Api You're allowed to ask a woman directions. Okay? So there's no forbidden speech here at all. Yeah? So he said to her, That's four words, yeah? And Rav Meir's wife told him, Don't you know, What should you have said? Ah, two extra words. You said four instead of two. Now obviously we don't count words, we blabber without cheshben. But on great tzaddikim, every word. And those two extra words? And the Goyim says that we see that from Korach. The problem with Korach was that he was Mar And because of that, he became a tremendous Russia. Lost his share in the world to come and all the things that went on over there. Yeah? Ha! few extra words. Turns me gallant to you things about human beings that you would never, for the life of yours, know that a human being can have such a kawah. The weakness of man. But also, the greatness of man. That he can reach such angelic levels. This is revealing. It's revealing. This is the estakal by Raisa Right? We see from Chazal. With a great understanding of a human being and his weaknesses is not shaykh. He understood the human nature better than anybody in this world. When any married man 
who learns Harchokas will see that. Deep stuff in the Koychus HaNefesh HaOdom. Deep stuff. And the responsibility of a human being in society and understand that he belongs to a corporation. You can't think like this on a logical level. You have this revealing deep things in the connection of Yisrael Varais of Kuchibarichu, that we're all Meshubah to the corporation, even Hashem is Meshubah to the corporation. For example, if you look in Masech Gitin, if you ever learned Masech Gitin, Perak HaShaleach, deals tremendously with Tikkun HaOilom, right? The different Takonas that we made, the Tikkun HaOilom, right? So one of the things is that a person is not allowed to pay a certain amount of money to, to redeem a captured, captured Jew. Jew is captured. You know what a Jew captured is? The guy is in bad shape. Imagine a young girl is captured by a bunch of lowlifes. We cannot pay high price. Because then you're going to put a problem on society. The Gemara says there was a guy who was a billionaire. Rich guy. His daughter was captured. Afforded the money. No problem. No aches, no pains. He sees his daughter suffering. He goes and he pays the ransom and he gets the girl out. And Abayah says... You went against the Ruach HaChomim. That means you have to put your problems on the side for the Ta'elus of the Tzibu. That's something you cannot think like that by yourself. So much so that when HaKadosh Baruch wants to destroy the people, right? And Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hashem, but then the Goyim are going to say, the world's going to say that you couldn't bring your Jews into Egypt. Bichil Hashem. He's talking to God. God said, Midas Adin is Mechai of destruction. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, No, you're Meshubah to the corporation. The corporation is Mechai that they should be alive. This is the plan of the Bria. So Yisrael Varais of Akuchibrichu, that how intensely we are tied to each other, that we have to do that. This is a shmuz in itself. It means deep things. But I'm just trying to say one point. That the things that you're going to see in the actual learning of Torah that will blow your mind away, word by word in the Torah. So that comes to know the Noisenater. When you come to know the Noisenater, then you have Vegas. Okay, we have to stop here. It's late.